0: Hi, I'm Teresa Duncan
1: and I'm Kevin Henry.
0: Welcome to chew on this.
1: We are excited to bring you our views of current topics in the dental industry and put a little different spin on them, giving you something to chew on.
0: If you need to jump off, be sure to check the show notes for links as well as how to get in touch with
1: us. And now let's give you something to chew on.
0: We are back with another audio and video episode of Chew On This. Kayvon, what are you doing? You're in Nashville. What are you doing? I'm in Nashville,
1: Tennessee. Welcome to my kitchen. Uh, You know, here at the beautiful Airbnb and getting ready to go over to some MLB winter meetings, uh, doing a little baseball after we get done talking some dentistry. So wearing those two hats.
0: So do you have boots? You're supposed to wear like cowboy boots. And you know, stuff, right?
1: so my friend has never been in Nashville and I told him, I said, I took him to Broadway the other day and I said, you know what? They've got the whole buy one, get two pair free. And he's just in horror thinking that I'm going to load him up with cowboy boots to go home. So I'm just going mean, to pushing that narrative.
0: There, there's a certain population that thinks cowboy boots are super sexy. I mean, maybe that could change his mind a little bit. You know, bit.
1: I'm, I'm trying everything I can, you know, but, uh, you know, him him being a New Jersey guy, he doesn't get the allure of cowboy boots just yet. So we'll, yeah. we'll work on that.
0: That's a tough sell. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know. You know. I can't imagine a New Jersey person in boots. That really kind of is a very strange thing. I, so. I, so
1: I'm gonna go old school on you. I've tried to tell him about John Travolta in Urban Cowboy, you know, and tried to link Travolta to boots and it's still mm-hmm. not even working.
0: So. Nothing. Yeah, and for those of you who were born recently,
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> the the movie Urban Cowboy is uh, something we grew up with, obviously. So, <laughs> all right, you know, you know the song "Staying Alive" that you do the CPR beats to. He was in that movie. There you go. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> there it is. He's not just known for what is that? Face off? That movie face. Off. Oh, over, that's a classic face-off. right there. Oh, absolutely. Jeez, I can't believe it. All right. Now that we've alienated everybody, we <laughs> yep, have some crazy story. <laughs> we have some crazy stories today. You have, you have kind of a train wreck of a story or a wreck of a story, but let's get to that. Cause I want to tease that one. <laughs> All
1: right. I like the tease. It's good.
0: <laughs> oh, so I found what I feel like to be a gold mine of a site, Kevin. So I stumbled on a story about Vapor's Tongue. Have you heard of Vapor's Tongue? I have
1: not, but I'm dying to know more about this.
0: I mean, I thought, see, and I thought it said Viper's Tongue at first. And I was like, this is very strange. And then I thought Vapor's Tongue. So then my mind immediately went to do Vapor's Tongues fork because that's where my mind was with I'll Vipers, see. And obviously it doesn't fork. Yeah, so I'm just explaining the inner workings of my mind. And then the more I read, I was horrified. So do you know anybody who vapes by the way?
1: Uh, You know, I do actually. I do know some, I know some dental professionals who vape. All right. So we're going to need to
0: forward this to Uh them. And you, you had a, an, an, almost a national emergency (laughs) recently, you said.
1: I did on the flight from Denver to Nashville. We're in midair and they came across with this, like, we've seen one of you vaping. And if we (laughs) catch you doing it again, we're going to have authorities waiting on you. This is a federal offense. And I'm just like, Looking around, going, all right, who's trying to sneak it in their sweatshirt? Who's doing the vaping on Southwest here? So
0: that is so crazy. But maybe would... they've got
1: vaping tongue. I mean, who knows?
0: You know, so vapor's tongue, also known as vapor's fatigue, is a condition that affects some individuals who use electronic cigarettes or vape devices. It refers to a loss or reduction in a person's ability to taste flavors when vaping. Vapor's tongue can occur for several reasons when using vape devices. So, okay, for several reasons. I mean, it really is because it's burning your freaking tongue. Yeah, let's
1: (laughs) Let's narrow that down a little. All
0: right. When you vape the same flavor, the olfactory receptors in your nose, so it affects your, your nose, can become accustomed to that aroma, and then you become desensitized to that flavor. So if you vape cinnamon flavor, which... Just sounds awful. Then you go and have peppermint bark, and that cinnamon peppermint type is probably not going to come together. Or what else has a lot of cinnamon in it? Fireball, sticky bun, oh, Oh, fireball.
1: (laughs) So I've heard. (laughs) Uh, So it
0: just it just tastes like ball. (laughs) That's terrible. Okay. So the e-liquid flavors are very strong and intense and contribute to the vapor's tongue more than others. So basically it dulls your taste receptors, which is really not cool, but it's honestly isn't the same thing as smoking, like smoking yeah. dulls your taste, I, right? I've heard
1: that as well. Yeah.
0: So let me see here. For smokers who switch to vaping, the transition leads to temporary taste issues. So your taste buds get damaged with smoking and then your nose gets damaged with the vaping and it just compounds. So it's not a serious health risk. It's more of an annoyance, Dr. Uh, Iskander in the UK says, but it's not a direct danger to one's health, but it just doesn't make life taste good. So imagine eating a bowl of frosted flakes and it just tastes like weeds.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, you can get the texture and everything else, but no flavor. And you know, and, and I'm going back to what you were saying about the olfactory senses and everything else. So it's kind of vapor space almost a little bit.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah there's a little bit Ew, more. Yeah.
1: yeah vapor vape
0: face. You've got vape face. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should build a marketing campaign about that though. Like honestly, like you get the Botox around the here oh. for the wrinkles because yeah, you're yeah. probably a former smoker, right? So you did a little bit of a Botox thing. And then – well, you can also – it says here that you should reset your nose, your olfactory senses. So she recommends – this is interesting. They recommend switching out your e-liquid flavors, stay hydrated, of course, and then try smelling coffee beans or something else to reset your olfactory senses. I've never actually – participated in something that makes me reset any of my senses so that's a little strange
1: yeah anything that's just like unplug it and try it again yeah i don't i don't really want to do that with my senses gotta be honest with you no
0: so the goldmine part though kevin is when i went back to the source of this story it was actually a site called dental phobia in the uk so it's dental phobia and so it basically there's a test are you a dental phobic take the test to To find out and then it has a whole cheat sheet on different phobias and what can you do and this is what i i am stunned by this although it's amusing i feel bad too because if anybody's got this phobia i'm not making fun of you i'm just kind of having having fun here kevin did you know that there's a fear of bristles
1: no what what how are you afraid of bristles i don't understand that is it the texture is it something stuck in your gum what are you worried about
0: So somebody sent in a question, said, how can I get over my fear of bristles? I have spent the last 22 years avoiding brushing my teeth because the sound of the bristles touching my teeth turns me into a cringing mess to the point where I go completely weak and even my legs want to give out from under me. I cannot teach my daughter to brush her teeth. And to be honest, I would not like to show her how it makes me feel in case she starts to copy me. So for years, I kept it to myself and ignored my teeth and tried not to show them out in public this can't go on forever. And now that I'm 29, my teeth are so bad that most are far past savings. So she's just been having them removed one by one by dentists dentist as they start to cause pain. She says, I'm running out of teeth and I'm going to need dentures to replace all the teeth so I can actually eat. My dentist tells me I need to start brushing them or otherwise the work he's doing is pointless. Um, so that is, uh, so, I know we kind of laughed about it, but that's some deep seated fear right there.
1: Well, and it's, you're not afraid of bristles. You hate the sound of it. So, it's more a reaction. That's, that's very interesting.
0: I mean, does she, so I guess you don't, I mean, so bristles, like if you're scrubbing a pan, if you're scrubbing your right. bathroom, like is that also going to, so has she not scrubbed a pan in 22 years? That's pretty bad.
1: Yeah. So, I so, mean, chewing may be okay. Like if you're eating, Caramel corn or something? I mean, there's a lot of different sounds that go through that mouth of yours. So.
0: so the doctor answered her, because this was a question that was sent in. The doctor answered her, and I'm just gonna summarize it here. Um the first is of course that she thinks all her teeth are gonna come out and you need dentures. She said that's an issue, not necessarily the truth. The second issue is that nobody has talked to you about your fear and that's caused a lot of damage. Okay. Here's something that you need to think about. If you have dentures and no teeth, then you think the brushing phobia becomes a problem, no no longer is a problem, but you're going to have to clean your dentures with a brush. Right. So that's not going away unless you don't brush your dentures with a
1: brush. But Okay. And I'll admit, you got to take your dentures out to brush them, right?
0: Yeah. So they're not in your
1: mouth. So are you not hearing the same sound internally? For, you know, I don't know. I'm curious. Maybe
0: that's all right. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's okay. Maybe she's going to do the plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Cleaner, literally. But you still need to brush, right? <laughs> you
1: do. You still got to brush. You still need point.
0: to brush. And yeah. then, so she says the psychological approach to this would be desensitization exercises with a brush. Um, so, and then she's also talking about having some guided therapy because you have irrational thoughts about your tooth brushing. Yeah. So and this dental phobia certification, there's a dental phobia certification in the UK. And I don't know if that's like, I don't know if it's legit or not, but they have like a ton of fact sheets. And I'm just telling you, Kevin, I, in my years of dentistry, like we're yeah. over 30 now, like I have never run into a patient that has had a fear of brushing. That's wild to me
1: or bristles. So wait, wait. You, you you've got me stumped on something the site is certified or each of these phobias is certified minute, oh no it, certified? there's a
0: certification that this site offers
1: oh so you can battle dental phobias if you get their certification
0: yes oh, no. and Ad- then they advertise okay. find a dentist near you that deals with sort certif- deals with this type of phobia thing there's things like dental claustrophobia um invasiveness and that's hmm. you know basically yep. going in into your mouth um there's also, I mean, she's got like, I mean, it's 138 pages of FAQs, wow. but I don't know. I mean, that's, I don't Some of them might be repeated, but if they're not still, it's crazy. I mean, lots and lots of questions. And it's almost like a F it's, it's like, if I were running an office right now yeah. and I came across the site, I'd be printing out some of these questions because we're going to get them from, from these patients. So I've already seen things like how much, time will you spend drilling my teeth like okay. people are scared of the drill yeah. so this is a pretty legit you know question now
1: that i can see
0: yeah so how do you handle that okay. is it normal for my tooth to feel like this and so those are good questions ozone therapy whether or not you mm. offer it yeah that's a good question you're gonna have to know what to do with it can i use volume for my appointments we gotta you know so basically these are kind of like all over the place questions that are gonna come at you so why not compile them and go over them um, beforehand, so
1: I, I'm very interested. Yeah, I think that that might solve a lot of questions that patients might have. And some, like you said, you and I, and maybe a lot of dental professionals listening to this, have never even thought about are, the patients having.
0: I, I'd never, huh. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of stunned. The invasiveness piece, though, the claustrophobia, it's really interesting because I do think that that's, that's legit. I've had people tell me yeah. that, and yeah. uh, I don't know if we've ever really discussed it other than. Wanting to throw some volume at them or, you know, something like that.
1: I mean, they're talking about certifying the dental practice, but I'm thinking you should have a certified psychologist or mental health worker to be certified with this as well. Because I think they may be able to talk a lot more about that kind of issue or certainly the bristles and uh, the the brush. Hmm.
0: Psycho doesn't sound good though, does it?
1: No, that, that's mushrooms <laughs> going in there somewhere. I'm thinking somewhere along the way.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's not a good, it, nobody, nobody get that web address. Psycho dentistry sounds, <laughs> although maybe we need to get that
1: web <laughs> By the time that people listen to this, it will already be claimed, you know, just, just telling you, I know it's how quick it happens.
0: It. It's like we just give out free money. So. <laughs> All right. So speaking of, Weird stuff that happens. What's going on?
1: Speaking of invasiveness, how about that? You know what <laughs> Where's really... my
0: bedump bump. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what really will wreck your schedule? Uh, see what I do there? You know what really <laughs> mess up your schedule, Teresa? Is when a semi crashes into your practice. <laughs> that will that will usually put a damper in your your productivity. I'm just telling
0: Holy cow. And
1: that's exactly what happened in the land of ten thousand lakes. Yes. White Bear Lake, Minnesota,
0: Minnesota, uh,
1: Minnesota, you betcha. Uh, unfortunately, so our friends up there said oofta whenever this happened because three and and you know we're kidding, but actually a pair of dentists uh, were hurt whenever this happened. Uh, a a semi driver uh, came off of an interstate i six ninety four there in White Bear Lake and mm-hmm. and was going at a high rate of speed. And if you see the picture, and of course we'll link to it in the show notes you see the picture that semi isn't just nudging the dental practice it's in the practice. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, this is fascinating to me. And, and I'm, you know, you and I have both heard stories about, you know, sometimes cars going into practices or things Mm -hmm. like that, but this was literally in the middle of a procedure. Uh, and the two dentists who were injured are the two co-owners of the business. Wow. Uh, according to one of the, the husband of one of them, um, yeah, expected to be discharged from the hospital the same day. So, I mean, it could have been a whole lot worse, especially whenever you see the pictures of this. But it really got me thinking, and and this is a stretch, I know, but, you know, we've got all these things about what if a bomb threat gets called in? What if a fire breaks out? Do we need to start having things like, you know, bigger emergencies? If this happens, here's what we need to do in the practice.
0: So I know that, there's always stories. It's really weird. There's always stories about cars going into dental practices. Like you could just do a Google search of cars running into dental practice and there's like a whole ton of them. And so my first thought was what about like, you know, when you go to target they got those big balls on the road, like to keep from cars going in there, but a semi is not like a semi might just make that thing roll a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, then It's
1: just pushing the ball in there with it. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So yeah, to answer your question that, I mean, definitely emergency preparedness is, and we've talked about this many times, like you need to be ready for the weirdest thing to happen. Yeah. But when you have a total, okay, so a car going into your practice, you can fix that, like the front office, like maybe now you can redo your lobby area. <laughs> <laughs> but a semi going in and it reached the doctors. Now you're talking. Oh, yeah. So first of all, got to make sure your doctor's okay. Is there any mention of the patient?
1: There was at least one patient in the office, but luckily no one none of the patients were hurt. So I'm guessing the third person must have been a team member. Well, uh, Thank
0: God, because can you imagine that lawsuit? Oh, oh absolutely. Like
1: and, wow. and one thing that I, w- I got to thinking about was, so the truck is like in the practice. And again, you can see it in the photo you know, all the nitrous, all the things like that, you know, are you shutting that off real quickly? You know, I mean, how does, how does all that work in that weird? That's
0: situation? true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then what was the truck carrying? I mean, who knows? Hopefully it was just, a. it was empty. Truck.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was thank empty. God. Thank goodness. But yeah. You oh, well that's in. good.
0: That's even less weight to go. I mean, it's
1: still a lot yeah. of weight. <laughs> still a lot of weight. I like um, the optimism today. I really. I <laughs> <want
0: it. laughs> so I, I am. I am really just trying to think of being the poor front office person. That's got to be who receptionist who's got was hurt because you're always sitting up front and
1: yeah. The I mean semi,
0: like how do you you can't even jump out of the way if it's well, coming through the hole. Well, and
1: it's hard to tell exactly from the photo. I think it's through the front, but maybe it was the side of the practice it went into. It's it's really oh, hard to tell, but again, yeah. you know, this photo shows it's deep in that practice.
0: I can't imagine because you're just like usually in the shows like FBI or whatever when you see a car like coming through the front window everybody's like oh my god it's coming and you (laughs) jump like you're just sitting there like hey let me have my next burr you know change out this burr for me and then it's all over
1: with and again this isn't like sitting on you know it's not like the dental practice is in the median of the interstate this is well off the interstate here so
0: so so let's talk logistically so when that something like that happens now we have to put out something to the patient first we got to handle the patients for the next month probably right so you got to reach out to maybe you have some friends that have a free operatory or two that you could probably just borrow while stuff is getting redone because now you're rebuilding or it's a total loss you know so what is your home what is your insurance going to say and that takes forever to mid you know go through yep um
1: team members out of work docs you know yeah absolutely a lot of little ripple effects from this for sure
0: yeah i mean if so you got patients that are in the middle of care, probably. Somebody was probably mm-hmm. in the middle of a root canal or a crown or something, right? So now you got to make sure that they've got a dental home somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And just the, I mean, nobody likes building out a dental office, like even as much fun as it is to pick new cabinets, building out a dental office is super stressful. And it's even more super stressful when you weren't planning it. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, so you got to clean that up. You may, Hopefully they own the site and they can just, yep. you know, because- if they don't, then that's a whole nother layer, but yeah, there's, that's a lot. And then all of your data. I mean, it's actually a good thing for cloud software. Like if your server and everything, I mean, that's one good reason for it. But if you've got all that server, but you got your, your sensors, you got all that stock that you spend money on, which is expensive.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a rebuild, not only of your practice, but the inventory, the technology, you're exactly right. There's a, there's a lot of layers to this. And, and again, that's one of those things you go, oh, that never happened where I am. Well, you know, is it worth that five minutes to think about if this happens and you add it to that three ring binder of, you know, fire, bomb threat, you know, all that stuff.
0: Right. Right. Wow. So, okay. Well, it sounds like they're going to have a long cleanup ahead of them. And I hope that there's nothing lasting as far as injuries to those doctors. Cause that's another thing too, is your disability is going to kick in if something happens. Like all it takes is one injury to the wrist, the arm, and it's done.
1: Yeah, and they did put out a statement. Uh, This is White Bear Dentists who put out Mm -hmm. the statement. Uh, And and it just says, two of our team members who were in the building sustained nine non-life-threatening injuries and were transported to a local hospital. Again, what could a non-life-threatening injury? A broken arm is non-life-threatening. So yeah, absolutely.
0: Vapor's tongue is non-life threatening, you know, or,
1: or Viper's tongue, either one, <laughs> uh, absolutely. <laughs>
0: um, I'm sorry. Did you say what happened to the driver? Anything? Uh, you know what?
1: They did not let me let me scan through this. They did not mention that. Actually,
0: I'm sure the driver walked away fine.
1: Yeah, you know, probably.
0: You think he? You think he picked up a toothbrush on the way out? Well, like, only if scene?
1: he's not fear of it. I mean, only if he's not. <laughs> you know, the, here's one thing: the people who were inside the office at the time said the impact sounded like thunder. You know, I, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking it would have been pretty loud thunder.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. our best wishes go to them. I hope everything is yeah. going to be
1: okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those you're just like, wait, did that really happen? When that coming up in my Google alert? But uh, yeah.
0: Do you know what the scary part of this is, though? Well, it's not the scariest, but a scary part is something you just said casually, but it really now I keep, just keep going back to it. You've got employees now that are out of work. Yeah. And there's no revenue, and we're already at a staffing issue. I have friends in Minnesota and they're mm-hmm. having trouble finding people like Absolutely. what if they go somewhere else? What if you just found the most perfect employee and now you can't employ them? Yeah, it's, so.
1: it's very possible. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things I'd love to follow up on this and see kind of what happens next. And yeah, how did they bounce back from this? Because like I said, this happens more than you think. Uh, it's you know, true. It really does. Which it's is true. Really, and usually it's a lady who like, for a guy who puts the accelerator down instead of the brake, you know, or, and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah.
0: So. Yeah. No, it's true. It's surprising to me how many, like, cause you and I keep an eye on all the crazy articles yeah. that come through. Right. And there's always, you know, car crashes into so-and-so and, and, and the other thing that I see too is robbery attempt. Yes. And that's another thing, especially in big buildings where people just go from office to office mm-hmm. and the front office, for some reason, doesn't think that, anybody's going to reach around the office, the desk and get their purse. that's just laying there Yep, boggles my mind, but I see that a lot too. Petty theft and all that. So it can happen. So yes, emergency preparedness plan for very large vehicles crashing in too. Yeah.
1: You know, dude, you never tell. And so I have
0: one question though. Do you, I haven't looked at the picture. Is it a swift truck?
1: Is it a swift truck? Let's see. My dad and I
0: have a theory.
1: It's a bay and bay.
0: Okay. So we watch a lot of the the fails videos and the, oh. you know the car accident videos oh, yeah, yeah. and usually with semi trucks there's something with, like Swift has the most accidents. So anytime we see like a car a truck accident or we hear something about it on the news <laughs> it's like I bet it was a Swift truck.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure there will be something come out about exactly what caused this accident, you know, because again the truck had to go a good distance off the interstate to actually reach the dump practice. So it's amazing it didn't clip cars along the way, all this stuff. It's.
0: Yeah, I yeah. want to see from a Google Maps point of view, like what. Because oh, honestly, yeah. if it went airborne, I mean, that's, that's like.
1: Duke, that's some dukes of hazard right there. Right. Just you. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I hope that people, you understand that reference because what <laughs> a fun <laughs> show. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> all right. So, Kayvon, I think we're going to think we're going to end on that note uh we're going to come to an abrupt stop much like the semi
1: oh tongues and trucks it's what we talk about here on chew on this yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right dear listeners thanks so much for spending your time with us
1: and that's a wrap for this episode of chew on this we hope you laughed and learned a little
0: Check out the show notes for any links we mentioned, and don't forget to give us a rating on your podcast app. Feel free to drop us a comment on social media or by email if you have any suggestions for future topics.
1: We'll be back in about two weeks. See you then.